Hey, it's about town Deb and Amber. Oh my gosh, we're both at home today. What I the know, heck? Crazy. <laughs> I, well, we're going to be talking about. Well, I asked you what you want to talk about, and you said love. And there's all I kinds love. of love. And it's not just because it's Valentine's Day, not because of that. It's because you're always about love and you lead with love. So stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to get the love glowing on. Be right back. The silver mines There's a kind-hearted woman She's looking so fine Always taking care of her community Bringing folks together Is her cup of tea She's out on the road And all over the web With a big smiling heart It's About Town Deb Welcome to About Town Deb with Amber Hill. We And Amber, as you know, leads with love all the time. Always. And we are here, and it's Valentine's Day. And we are both hanging out at home. Yes, being very cozy. We're being home. very cozy. Well, actually, I think Amber's being cozier because I don't know yes. what she had in that cup, but it looked really good. And I, I have... Okay. I have boring water. Well, no, water's not boring. But we're happy to be here on Valentine's Day for you guys. And without... Our sponsors, we wouldn't be able to be here. So let's give a shout out to Kim Surratt Family Law. And actually, that's a really good gift. You know, the gift of a child family. That's a cool gift. So Kim oh, is they're they're an adoption agency. Yeah. But gotcha. they do they do more than that, but their goal is to create families. Because mm. not everybody can physically have a baby. So they do in vitro, they do this, they do surrogacy, they they will make it happen. However you want to make a baby happen, they will make a baby happen and do it <laughs> and get you going. And then, um, of course, a little bit of wine, Crystal Basin. Um, thank you to them. And um, we're missing being at Musicians Rehearsal Center. Christian, we miss you. Usually we're sitting in the chairs there, but we're thinking about you. Um, so we want to thank them for um, recording our podcast for us. So last week there was a best of, and we had Kay and Shy, which I was really excited to have, you know, highlight them as a best of. Thank you, Christian. And Thank Amber you. and I were at, we were at TEDx a couple of weekends ago. Yes. And so that, I don't know, have you guys, have, I mean, was it, your, was it your first TEDx? I know that, Amber. No, I've been to TEDx probably like the, the last four years, but this year was a little different because they had uh, taken over, um, Kay Stanley had taken over the licensing for TED. So if you have for your first TEDx event, you have to do almost like a, a trial run, I would say. Yeah. So there was only 100 attendees and it was really small and intimate. And it was kind of it was kind of cool like that. So, you know, do you want to explain what you think what TEDx means to you for people yeah, who don't so know I mean, what TEDx TED is? TEDx, um, it, the, the X means it is a um, independent, independent, independent. Oh, independently organized event. <laughs> um, so it's not something that like Ted themselves put puts on, but they, um, you know, there's people who have these ideas and want to bring um, like life and these ideas to their community. So they trust in them to the people who want to organize the event to find these people with the ideas and do a presentation. So it's all about bringing these big ideas or feelings to life and sharing them with other people in hopes that they it could change their life or open their mind and broaden their horizons. Totally great. And it was probably my third or maybe my fourth or fifth. 
And I really loved this one being that it was small. I mean, I love going with a thousand people, but I felt like we got to be up close and personal with the speakers, like literally yeah. like they're right there and you got to see them and we got to have lunch, you know, mingle with them in the morning and have lunch with them. And it was really good. So the whole team and the TEDx team in Reno, kudos and a hundred thousand points for you because seriously, um, you guys rocked it. It's a lot of work putting on a TEDx. It's a and lot of work. And then also for the speakers, you know, they have their, their prep that they need to do and it's, it's, it's pressure. And I'm so proud of these people that have these ideas that want to share them. And it really is. It's, I think it's beautiful. No, it's good. And it also shows us we're all human and we're all the same because any, there were some of the speakers who speak with like thousands of people on a stage but when you're speaking to the TEDx group of 100, every, as Kaya said, every word has to matter. So yep. you, you take a normal one hour, two hour presentation into what, 12 minutes? Was it 12 or 14? I think they 12. each got 12 minutes to talk. 12 minutes. So that's a hard to take an hour into 12 minutes and have oh, every yeah. word matter. So it was, it was really cool to see the speakers. They were so humbled and they were so grateful to have the training of our team in Reno to teach mm -hmm. them and to show them that their words do matter. So it was really good. So I'm excited about that. And, and um, I'm just taking some downtime, you know, sometimes I've been dealing yeah, with sick. what's going on. Well, You've been, you know, really we've, been we've been sharing. I, we keep it real here. When you see me cough every now and then or about town, we're trying to figure out what's happening. So I went in for a procedure and don't ask me what it's called. I don't know. Bravo, bravo, bravo. It's a bravo procedure where they put um, a capsule inside your esophagus and then they put something down your nose. It's a camera. And I have to, I for 48 hours, I had to say what I was eating, what I was doing, coughing this, what, you know, what made me cough? What was the reaction? And this has been going on for three years. So it's driving me nuts. I'm one step closer because I decided to be active and be my own advocate, like everybody yeah. tells me to do. Important. I'm proud of you. And it's really hard because I don't like asking for help, but I've had to ask for help. And like we did a best of, which I really didn't want to do. And I had to I ask know. Amber, can we do the show virtually? Because I'm still coughing and I'm still not 100%. But we will find out pretty soon. Um, but let yeah. me do the quote. We're, we're, we're going to be talking about love. And I'm trying. It's it's a it's a cool quote, but I'm not sure I agree with it. And I one minute left. Okay, we're gonna talk about the quote. We get back. Love is something you do for someone else, not something you do for yourself. Gary Chapman. We're gonna take a break, and we come back. I want you guys to ponder that. Love is something you do for someone else, not something you do for yourself. We'll be right back. Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law Practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting LawyersForFamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angelphoenixproductions. Yeah.
She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I'm with Amber Hill. Oh, I just put a quote out there for those of you just tuning in. I'm going to say it one more time because I think this is worth repeating. And you know me, when I pick these quotes, I pick them and I really have to agree with, I mean, I have to really believe them. And I wasn't sure. I thought Amber would rather me be honest and say, I don't agree with it. So I'm learning. We can learn from all of us. So here it is. Love is something you do for someone else, not something you do for yourself. Gary Chapman. This was from the five love languages. So I, on one hand, I agree. And on the other hand, I don't agree. I think the point that he, that Gary is trying to make is he's just missing it a little bit. And I feel like I would want him to use some different terminology. Like maybe I think, I feel like love maybe isn't the, isn't the word because there's so many different types of love, which I'm going to, I would like to us to like fall into and discuss that um, a little bit more here in a minute. But yeah, there's so many different types of love and like, you know, I get what he's saying that it's something you do for someone else as a, as a sense of being selfless and putting like, you're not doing this, you're not doing something to make someone love you. You're not doing, you're not putting that loving energy out because you want something back. When you love someone and you give them your energy, it should be a selfless act. You shouldn't, I think true love in that sense, you, if you truly love someone, you are wanting to give them your love and you shouldn't want that back. And I think that's what he's trying to say. I, I'm, I'm still confused with it. I, I kind of, I'm taking it like, um, like maybe we aren't supposed to love ourselves as much. We're supposed to love others more than ourselves. Cause it says not something you do for yourself. But mm-hmm. lately I've been feeling like we, every, the world is going to take care of yourself, love yourself. Cause I think mm-hmm. we're all so busy trying to prove everything and be everything to everybody that we're giving this heart away and our love away and we're go, go, go. Then all of a sudden we're done. Our, our energy, our, our gas tank is empty. And yeah. we're like, now what? So for me, I took it like it's not supposed to be that way that to truly love, we have to give. But right. I really feel like, yes, you're right. Selfless love is like the best. We love our kids. We love our parents. And you're going to talk about the different types of love. And I really feel like today more than ever, we need to number one, love ourselves. We're all that, that's like a big thing in this year for me. We all need to find deep inside what we love, why we love ourselves, what we love about ourselves. I, I 100% agree. And recently, I um, I actually, I can relate to what, what you're saying right now. And I, and I, yeah, I agree with you. I think we should all be our number one priority. And I actually um, was in a relationship last year where it ultimately came down to this conversation. And um, he, he presented the idea of like, he didn't agree. He didn't agree that you should be your number one priority. He said that there should be, you should be completely selfless. And if you're like, you have to be there a hundred percent for your partner. And I was like, wait a second. No, like, I think you should put yourself first. 
like even in a marriage, like it, like how people have the idea of like, you know, if you're in a marriage and you have your wife and you have your children, who comes first? Neither. Well, maybe if you have kids, that might be a little bit different, but you have to be able to take care of yourself to be able to love someone else. And I just remember having this conversation and being like, no, I should be my number one priority. And that doesn't mean you're selfish. That, that doesn't mean that you still don't have that energy where you love someone and have that self, that selfless love to the person that you care about. But it's like, how do you expect to, to know how to love someone else when, or like care for them when you can't put yourself in that position, you have to take care of you. No, that's totally true. But at, at, at our TEDx, I think that was a lot of it too. I got that from the TEDx is mm-hmm. that I, I need to see like what really matters to Deb deep inside, what matters to me, who do I want to be? How do I want to be that person? And all the books in the world aren't going to do it. I have to dig deep. And it's really hard to dig deep because I can't <laughs> give, you know, it's, it's frustrating. I, I wish, I wish there was like a magic dust. We can blow on everybody and go, Hey, we're all going to be love each other and love ourselves. Magic love dust. Yes. That sounds like a love potion. I don't believe in those. Well, I don't either. I'm just being like Tinker. Is it Tink? Who's not Tinkerbell? Tinkerbell. Peter Pan. Is it Peter Pan who does that? It's Tink. It's fairy dust. It's Tinkerbell's fairy dust. I know. I don't believe in fairy dust, but (laughs) I have my happy bubble. I go in my happy bubble where I don't want to know the bad stuff. I just want to know the good stuff, but that's not realistic. Sometimes I got to get out. I had said that I wanted to talk about the different types of love because lately in my life, I've been just kind of thinking about it more because, you know, I, I'm out in the dating world. It's a thing. And it's a thing. It's a thing. (laughs) And there's just like, yeah, it's been something I've been thinking about lately. And we have different types of love for somebody. And like, I think you have, you have different types of love for other people in your life, like your friends and your family. So I decided to kind of um, look into that. I was like, you know what? Like, I wonder if like, I I can't be the only one that's been thinking about this. So I did some research and yeah, I absolutely am not the only one that has been thinking about (laughs) this. Because I found some really cool stuff and actually um, the first type of love that I would like to talk about relates to what you're saying, self-love. And um, it's a, the word, the word for this type of love, this type of energy, I feel like I'm going to botch it. I should have looked up the pronunciation, but it's, I'm going to say it's called Philautia. Oh, I think I, yeah. It's some, I, I looked that up too. I was looking that up too. Philautia. I'm not sure if we're saying that right, but I, know I don't what you mean. know, but, um, we're just going to go for it. And yeah, so love for yourself, self-love, it's actually um, derived from like the Greek society. And they believed that if you loved yourself, you had a wider range to love others. And I, I believe that. I really do. Question for you. Okay. Well, there's a huge, I mean, you're, so beautiful and so young and you have a soul that's so mighty and so wise. This is why I love having you on the show. When did you first feel like you needed to self-love or have you already, I mean, like, were you, I mean, I never talked about love growing up as a child. I never talked about love. I mean, I, you know, I watched TV and nobody talked about that in my family and we loved each other and we cared about each other, but nobody had these conversations about what kind of love is this? Is it your first love? Is it true love? Is it love for your family? 
Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I'm very, very thankful for my family. Um, and I am very thankful for my parents who um, kind of, you know, looked at their life and how, how their parents raised them. And I kind of want to say they, they've done the work to break those generational curses. And um, I don't know, I watched my, my mother, you know, <coughs> practice self-love for her because that's what that's what she needed and i you know i am a young person and i have been thankful to have some really deep friendships uh thus far in my life and was surrounded by people who were older than me who really um who really embraced self-love and thought it was important and and shared those feelings of actually this is this is what we need to be doing and so i kind of feel like i've really i've been surrounded by it my whole life I've never, I can honestly say that I have never looked at myself and not liked myself. I have always looked at myself and been in complete and utter in love with me. That's Amber. That's a true gift. It is. That's I'm very thankful. Because I'm telling you, there's so many people out there who aren't able to do that. And yeah, that's actually, who, you know. I actually had a quote that I wanted to share too. Yes. Yeah. So um, I had said that this was kind of like a, a word derived from like a Greek uh, philosophy. And so there was a quote by Aristotle that said, all friendly feelings for others are an extension of a man's feelings for himself. Oh. So that kind of goes back to, you know, the more that you love yourself, you you're able to open yourself up to love others. And I think that also comes down to a trust thing. Like, who do you trust more than yourselves? And maybe some people don't trust themselves. And maybe some people do have a hard time finding that self-love. And I have a, it's, it's hard for me to understand that because, I mean, at the end of the day, you are all you have in this world. And how could you not love that? That's a, that's a quote right there. <laughs> Quoted no, I, Amber MF Hale. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm serious. But I, I really, I want the people who are listening who aren't as blessed, who, who don't have the feeling they, they didn't, maybe they weren't, they didn't have somebody next to them to show them or help them or guide them in self-love. Um, I know that, you know, I always have it. I struggled with that. I've been very blessed that I, you know, I've had amazing people in my life who have held me up and supported me when I was having those self doubts. And that's really important is to find that, um, uh, a partner, a friend, a confidant, where you could say, I'm struggling today. Like, I really am struggling today. I'm not happy with who I am, what I'm doing. Help. Right. And instead I of just hiding out, it's much easier for me just to pull the covers over and say, I don't want to deal with this. I'm having a crappy day. But I can honestly say that I wouldn't be able to say, to say what I just said without the, without the support in my life, without my friends and my family. It's literally because of them. I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. No human would be able to. No, I, I totally agree with that. But I think you also, um, I'm curious to see what your next kind of love is. Um, but I do know that I did a little research too, but it was saying there was also a seeking help kind of love too, which I didn't really understand that. But it was saying that um, there's more type of love that can exist in a relationship. And the same connection can fluctuate between love, all kinds of love over time. So I, I, I just definitely feel like, um, is that, do I hear like a doggy? No, I don't have a dog. I think we should talk about this more in the next segment because I think we're about done. Okay, we're going to take a break. City talk, but I'm done.
You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. You know that's what she said. Come on, let's have some fun with the Bowtown Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. It's About Town Deb, Deb McCarthy, and Amber Hale. Amber, as you know, she leads with love. And the best part, you try to. I try to. I I make it a point to have that in my mind at all times. But there is really no, you can't can't be perfect 100% of the time. So I don't want to act like I do. I just wanted to throw that out there. But I try to very hard. We, we all have moments and we, we see each other's, you and I see each other's moments. We're definitely not feeling perfect. And um, I know today is not one of my 100% energy days. So I'm really glad that you are um, excited to talk about love. Yeah. So you said you had a question for me during the break. I'm a little bit afraid. I don't know. I do have a question for you. Um, I want to know, have you ever been in love? Oh, well, of course. Of course. Wow, that's I, so you say of course, <laughs> but I have asked I, some people this question and they have said no. Um I want to say yes when I've had young love. Okay. Cuz you know, I was married at 18. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um I don't think I knew what love was. Mm-hmm. I honestly I think it it's 16, 17, 18, your hormones are going wild. And you say, oh my God, I'm in love. But honestly, I don't know if you really know what love is at that age, or what that particular love is. I know when when I saw my sons the first time, I'm like, oh my God, I am in love. I am in love. I'm so yeah. like, there's moments I could say with my boy. And you know, walking down that aisle, yes, that was you know at the time. Yeah, but those are different types of love. I know. I, I don't. Well, no, actually, no. I I do know that there 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 was one moment in time that I remember where it was more of a like fairy tale, like mm-hmm. kiss, he almost passed out, and it wasn't love, but it was this moment of whoa, where did that come from? And I've only felt that once ever. Mm. So you so, feel like you've been romantically in love once? Yeah. Okay. Okay. For sure. So um, how I how I said I I looked into the different types of love and I really came across um, a lot of really cool stuff, which some okay. of them I have I've heard about before. And that type of love that you're talking about, that like uh, that romantic love, is called eros. E-R-O-S. Once again, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but that word Eros, I have been seeing everywhere lately. Well, does that maybe that means that there's some strong love coming your way? Maybe. I don't I don't know. But yeah, it's the it's that that's the love that is the, the passionate romantic love, the sexual energy love. That love that when you think about when when somebody asks you. Have you ever been in love before? Probably that's the love that you're immediately going to think about. Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing I thought about. But then when I dug deeper, it was the love of seeing my children for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was like, whoa. Um, and it's the love of having to say goodbye to a parent. When it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, 
that you never will forget or a love a best friend. I mean, there's all kinds of those emotions that hit you, but the romantic love, I totally, that's, that's when I think, I don't know how long that lasts. Is that just like there for the beginning of the relationship? Does it, can it last longer? Well, I think Euros, I think is a part of you from what I've read. It's more about like your, like what is inside of you, the love, the like the, the, the sexual energy and pa passion that is inside of you that awakens when you are faced with someone whose Euros lines up with you and someone that you are, you know, comfortable with and you trust and you can open your soul up to and share, share literally that romantic energy because it's, that's a very vulnerable thing. So I think, I think, uh, I don't think there is a duration on that type of love. What about you? Same question. Have I ever been in love? Yeah. Is that, is that the question you're asking? That's the question you asked me. Mm, I think I have romantically been in love, like act like I know, I know for a fact, even now that I was in love probably four times. Well, that's, that's a big deal. Some people don't ever I know. have. No, no, I kind of look wow. at it. You're like, like you know what? Wise young woman. I just have a capacity for love and I'm a passionate human being. So like, but like friends, like, well, but there's also, I've been told that I can't love everybody, mm. you know, with the whole social media word world and people are liking and loving stuff. Yes, yes, yes. And, and yeah. I love our community with a passion. I love our nonprofits. So for me, I have this bounding of, I just love the, so many people, but you I haven't really- You know what that's called? What, what's that one called? It's called the love, love for like that abundant love that you're talking about is uh -huh. called a gate. It's love oh, for everyone. Has, it's it's is a- Is that the agape or is it a gate? Oh, agape? Is that agape? how it's I love I that. I think it's agape. A-G-A-P-E. Yes. Here. Well, this is saying, this is saying when you give others love without expecting it in return, you display Ooh. altruistic or selfless love called agape by the ancient Greeks. There's, they were so wise, these Greeks. Um, it's pretty cool. But it's saying that this could be between a parent and child, a friend's romantic partners, or even strangers. And I'm telling you, I totally agree with that. I could walk up to a stranger and I could just see the love in their eyes or that they really need somebody to say, Hey, and I'm like, I love you. Like, I really, it's weird. I, I do that. I, I, I could, I, I find it in the weirdest places. I definitely, I can relate to that feeling as well. It's like, I, I feel like it's that feeling when you wake up in the morning and you walk outside and you're like, hello world. I love you. Like, thank yeah. you for being here. I appreciate you as a member of humanity. Like, let's kill it. You know, that's how yeah. I, that's how I feel like I relate to, to that idea of love. Totally. And no, you were and talking I about, you were talking about your familial love, which I found the term, the term that I researched was called storage. And oh, I saw like that. A, yeah. Yeah. That's like a community. That's like a, that's like a sense of, Again, you, you go back, I think the root of love really is that safety, that support, that security. And when you have a fam, when you have your family, not even just your family, but like those friends that you consider family, when you, when you have the word family in your brain, who do you think about? This is who that is about. Right. And another aspect of that familial love that I would like to touch on is that just because 
someone is your blood relative does Mm. not mean that you have to love them. Absolutely not. I think that that idea of, oh, but their family is, does more harm than it does good. Because sometimes just because you happen to be related to someone does not mean that they are honestly deserving of your love. Hmm. I know a lot of people, a lot of people who feel this pressure that like, oh, like this is my mom or this is my dad. I have to love them. I have to care about them. And they feel guilty because they don't have these feelings of love or respect or compassion for these people that literally birthed them. But guess what? Some people are fucked up in this world. And just because your this because it is your blood relative doesn't mean that they have your best interest at heart so why would why would you care for somebody like that you know what i mean no i totally agree but you need to be able to realize that so it's good to have again that trusted friend or confidant Mm -hmm. that you can share those feelings with and say i'm struggling with this relationship yeah that term blood is thicker than water okay yeah that can definitely be true but also there's people in your life that you may happen to have a blood relation to that just will not show up for you Mm, yeah so are are you are you going to hit on the um obsessive love um do you want to hit on obsessive love i want to hear you what do you have to say well no i i i was you know doing my research when you said this and it's called i i may be saying it wrong mana m-a-n-a mania i know Um, that one (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I, I think this is a very scary love. It's a very controlling love and reading about it. It involves jealousy, controlling behavior, one sided attraction felt by the pursuer on a surface level. And I think that it's a scary, that's a, that's a very scary love to be the one on the other end of it where you're afraid and you, this person loves you so much. They just can't let go. And they're like, yeah, more like honestly- a stalker kind of love. So this is where a point where I came in my research that I honestly, I don't think that this is love. I don't even think that this should be constituted as an aspect of love. I think it is selfishness because going back to what you were saying, like that very first quote that you were talking about, about how you love is not for you. Love is for someone else. This is the part of it that I do agree with because I think it was the point that he was trying to make. You cannot be selfish in love. Yes, you can put yourself first and give yourself what you need, but you cannot be selfish. If you are jealous, controlling, and obsessive, that's not fucking love. That's manipulation and selfishness. Yeah. And it it was also on part of about reading about, it said, you may feel attracted to a mental image that they've created rather than the natural person. Manipulation. Yeah, so it's right. But in their mind, they see this person, this other person, a certain way, and it's their way, and they're theirs. And they don't see the other person that has moved on, that has grown. I'm excited to talk about the rest of the, about the rest of the loves. Is it it time for a break? It is. Okay. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. 
Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting lawyersforfamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town. This is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to the final segment. Amber and I are talking about all kinds of love. And I think we still have a few more to go. So I'm going to turn it right back over to Amber because she's got a few more to go. Yeah. So um, the next type of love or the idea, the energy of love that I wanted to talk about um, is philia, which means um, it's like it's the type of love, the deep love that you have. Um, for a friend in, in the in a friendship, love between friends, which um, I don't think I actually experienced a true love between friends until probably last year. Honestly, mm-hmm. do you have Deb? Do you have those friends in your life that that I you do. have literally been in love with? I do. I'm blessed that growing up. I have two, maybe four or five elementary school friends. What? Yeah. And we know no matter what happens in our life, no matter how far of miles we are, that we could pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm here or I need you. Wow, that's beautiful. It's really cool. And, you know, I've got, you know, family, you know, friends and best friends, but I would say, yeah, I do. I'm very, I'm very lucky. And I have a lot of um, guy friends as well, which is a whole mm-hmm. nother thing. Um, yeah. And sometimes I can relate better to them mm-hmm. on, cer- on certain levels, but no, I, I do. I, I feel like now I have more friends I love than partners. I don't have any partners. Right. So. Yeah. 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 Um, like I had said, like I've had friends, I've had friendships my whole life. But um, up until last year, oh, wait, I guess I can't say last year anymore. We're in a new year. It's 2023. When did that happen? I don't know. Um, But yeah, probably a year and a half, two years ago, um, I had um, a best friend who I was most definitely in love with. And it was kind of one of those moments that I went, oh, my gosh, like, this is what friendship is. Like, this is what friendship is supposed to be. Um, and I kind of like, I am in this moment, like we're not friends anymore, but we're in in this moment. I can be so grateful to have known what that was. You know, the term it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. And that could be applied to all of the ranges of love. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. And you are lucky to be able to have found that and to, to know that you had that. And I think our, our, I don't think I know our community in Reno is, pretty small. I mean, it's a big community, but biggest little city in the world. It's the biggest little city in the world. And I feel like our community does love wholeheartedly. If, you know, if there's a need and there's 
something, if there's a reason or a need that we all need to join forces, we do. And yeah. no matter what, we're like, okay, who needs help? Who needs this? Let's do it. Um, that's the game. That love, that general. That's, that's that love, love too. Yeah. So that's kind of my love is the general all over love. I yeah. would love to find the personal love. <laughs> you want the Eros? You want that raw sexual passion? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you keep manifesting that. <laughs> okay. Find me another kind. So, um, yeah, the next type of love, I feel like this is a love that a lot of people can relate to. Um, and that's Ludus. And that's a, that's the type of love that you feel when you're Twitter pated, when you have a crush, when you're all giddy and stupid and goofy, which has been me for about the last month. Straight. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's been very hard to focus. So I can, I've been in that love bubble uh, quite a bit. Um, and two words that I feel like are really great to describe this energy of love. It's very playful and affectionate. And it gives you those, that bubbly, that bubbly Twitter painted feeling. <sighs> you know what Twitter means? I do. And I, I love that. I, I, who does not want to be Twitter painted? I mean, whatever. I mean, who Some people don't know what Twitter painted means. Sometimes I say Twitter painted and people don't get the reference. Well, I, I'm saying that I think to have that playful, no matter what age you are, I think it's even better if you could have that playful love over, over 50, 60, 70 years old. How cool would that be? I mean, feeling. That's what you want. I mean, you you want to know that no matter how old you are, where you are, that's possible. And it's yeah. just going to take that spark, that connection. It goes, wow, we got this. Yeah, I think you definitely have to cultivate that in like a long term relationship. It's not it's not that type of love that like that that new relationship energy that crush that crush feeling. Um, it's, it is something that, that fades and people always talk about how do you keep that, that spark? It's something that you have to work on. It's something that you cultivate. It's something that you talk about. It's not just going to be there always. I mean, I was just talking to someone recently and they were like, oh, enjoy that honeymoon energy. <sighs> and I'm like, um, I don't think you know me very well because I'm, I want to keep this energy going, you yeah. know? Yeah. But it does take work and you both have, you both have to be in the same boat and the same yeah. game and rowing at the same time. And you have to find the opportunities to, to have date nights, to have those long conversations, mm -hmm. you know, where you're sharing your thoughts and your intimate thoughts and, you know, to bond. The last type of love, um, it's uh, called pragma. And I would describe it as, like you can have it. I think it can be, it can be familial. It could be uh, on a friendship basis. It can be on a romantic life partner basis, but it is that type of long lasting love. It's what I would compare to the idea of unconditional love. I personally don't believe in unconditional love on very, 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 very few circumstances. Um, but I think in adult romantic relationships, unconditional love is nearly impossible. So this idea of a long lasting love, it's love that endures and grows over time. And typically it is that type of love that has an incredibly solid foundation because you've had to work for it. You've had to 
You know, it's probably one of those relationships that you've gone back and forth through really hard moments with that people, with those people. But when you come out of it and you, at the end of the day, you work through those problems and you're like, wow, you still have my back. You still love me. I still have your back. I still love you. That's pragma. That is a undeniably strong and almost life bonded love. I would say Nana and Papa, Terry and Tony, who I was graced to take care of me, they had that love till the Mm -hmm. end. And Mm -hmm. he was there for her through her Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. by her side. And even when she, I know, but I'm saying that that's the kind of love though, Amber, that you, you know, you start out, you know, they were, you know, 19 and 21 and you know they both left nebraska to come to california to get you know boom and go to the army and this and that and they end up being incredible and raising a family and then at the very end where she was he was the first person she didn't he how do you say that she he she my dad was the first person that my mom did not recognize And even though with that, he held her hand and he would say, hey, you know, I have his ring on now. He would say he would hold his ring and hold her ring. And they'd look up at the photo and say, honey, I love you. I love you. I know but that's that's the kind of love. No matter how far she was gone, he saw her as that beautiful young bride and said, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. That is the kind of love I think that. And even if it's a sister, even if it's two sisters, um, it doesn't matter if you have that kind of love where somebody looks at you and says, man, you know, I know we've gone through a lot, you know, our life, we struggled, but I get you and I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. That's why it's like that unconditional love. And so there is, I think there is, that is to me, that is unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And it could be your son, your daughter. It doesn't really matter. It's yeah. just knowing that. Any, it can apply any to information. So I think I I feel like maybe we all would love to have that unconditional love from a friend, a mom, a partner, anybody, just to know that we're we're okay. Just be as good as we can. And the person next to us is going to say, I got you. Yeah. Loving, just about love. Loving someone where they're at. Yeah. So I think that's where I like together we're one heart it's on my platform yes, yes. see that's you that's why you have the agape love you got the love for everyone i do but it would be nice yes at some point in time i would like to feel the romantic love again at yeah. some point uh-huh. but that's not something it it just happens it'll be when it's time and if it's, it's not meant to for it. but if it's not meant to be it's okay because i have I love the world. <laughs> I mean, I have enough love to love everybody. So I'm, I'm good with it. But um, so if you had something you wanted to, a, a takeaway to give our listeners, what would it be? Lead with love. Of course. <laughs> even when it's hard, even when it's hard and it's easier not to lead with love. I like it. Well, I'm going to, do we have time? I'm going to read their takeaway here. Cultivating and nourishing healthy and happy relationships may begin with becoming more knowledgeable about all the aspects of the relationships and the different forms of showing Mm -hmm. and receiving love. Mm -hmm. With the support of an open mind, you can enjoy lasting, fulfilling love in your relationships. Romantic or relationship with yourself. 
So we're going yeah. to leave you with that and we will see you next week. It's Amber and Deb and we're leading with love. I can't I'll try to do that. <laughs> this podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.